order in this homosexual court it's the honorable judge jacob schubach and the honorable judge ryan gabbett the disputes are real the decisions are final and the judges are homosexuals this is gay court hello 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 and welcome to gay court the comedy podcast where where we debate all things lgbtq plus gay rights gay rights so this week we are bringing forward the case of rupaul's drag race start your engines because why well right now we're currently between seasons 15 and all stars 8 and we need to talk about everything that's happened thus far and everything that will come what's the opposite of thus far thus after thus (laughs) thus after So this week, our queer courtroom is going to be diving, debating, and discussing the finale of season 15 and predicting who's going to take the crown in All-Stars 8. And at the end of the episode, I will be bringing forward the case of Girly Teen Girl as part of Let the Record Show, where we do a deep dive on gay pop culture. Excuse me, I just burped. Uh, So... <laughs> you're like welcome to gay card <laughs> you're like we're keeping that but, but before we begin this cross-examination stop laughing i would never but before we begin this cross-examination we want to invite all y'all to be part of the debate since we want all y'all to do your civic booty and be part of this queer courtroom. Send us your emails at gaycourtpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your queer conundrums, embarrassing dating stories. If you were also at Heaven in London and with Lucy LaDuca was performing and you performed during Porn Idol and I saw you naked, let us know. Just send us anything. We need more material. Let us know. Keep us in the loop. <laughs> if you don't know what to write, be sure to follow us on socials at gaycourtpodcast where we'll be posting prompts, memes, truly anything that we want. And this also feels like a great time to let you know that we do not have a guest for the week. Wah, wah, wah. However, we do have some banter for you. We love a good banter. Um, The first thing I would like to talk about is Kim Petras and Nicki Minaj. Good evening. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj? Did you listen to Alone? Of course. Did you like it? Of course. Slow. <laughs> we've we've denoted that this song is a slay. Period. Sodomy, <laughs> fellatio, cunnilingus. It's a song. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's from Hair the Music. I'll find it. I'll set. I'll play. Hair. I'll play it for you right now. Won't give me a second. Hair musical. It's sung by Burger here. I swear to tell the truth. You hear it? The whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. In the name of the Father, the Son, in the House and the of Holy Gucci. Ghost. Amen. What is this song about? It's literally called Sodomy. But for what purpose does it move the narrative forward? Hair is a musical that <clears throat> is mostly just the entire act one is a song introducing people of the tribe. And then 
they all do like acid and then as one does abraham lincoln appears and things like that right 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 two is where they actually talk about the vietnam war and then like one of the people from the tribe joins the war and then dies then they sing let the sun shine that's from the musical hair i feel like i understand it much less now that i know the premise of it (laughs) it's about hippies oh okay yeah yeah so this is them like high during uh got it 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 the hippies the hippies helped add context because i was like what tribe where it's a hippie tribe. I think sometime it might have been during Woodstock or just sometime around the time like Woodstock. Mm-hmm. And then you meet everyone in the hippie tribe. Mix it and mix it and mix it and mix it. There's a song called like When Live. Hold on. This is a song that also is really funny. Ready? Are you ready? So I could Are you ready? Yes. big you energy big you and then so it's like the black women sing that song and the white women sing black boys (laughs) okay imagine being a little 12 year old going to see hair for the first time i was 12 when i saw it i was like what the fuck am i watching (laughs) what's going on but you loved it <clears throat> oh no i hair i really don't like hair but i feel like i should rewatch it now as an adult and i might like it more yeah but as a 12 13 14 year old i was like not into it i was just more confused because i was like what's going on what's sodomy i never heard of that i would never participate <laughs> what's fellatio what's cunnilingus yeah yeah you're an innocent 12 year old wow we really went on a tangent all right. Well, with that, that takes us to our first segment, Gaze on the Case. Gaze on the Case, where we cross-examine the same theme or topic. And this week is all about the drag race, the fag race, the queer race, the drag race. The Sasha Colby, the Sasha Colby meet and greet. That you know, Sasha Colby run the show. <laughs> <laughs> she really does. Um, yeah, we're talking about Drag Race, Mother Sasha, the queen, the reigning queen of season 15. Did that rhyme? We salute you, Sasha. Add the thing from um, Broad (laughs) City. Broad City. (laughs) All right, so for this segment, we've each prepared notes on season 15 of Drag Race. So we'll be discussing our favorite moments, stories, flops of the season and then of course we will also be making predictions for season eight of all stars which premieres may 12th but the cast has been announced as of last week only on paramount plus oh my god it's on paramount plus yeah girl why does it move do you... every it's on a different fucking system different fucking streaming service every fucking year i don't fucking understand it i don't understand it at all all stars has been on paramount plus for the past three years and before that it was uh, VH1. And then before that? It was VH1. Or it maybe it was always, Logo. It could have been Logo. And Logo. Just no, 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 no. I think it was VH1. I think it's 
And so logo for All Stars one, but then there is that weird five year gap. Then it went to VH one for seasons two, three, four, and then five. Five was supposed to be Showtime, but they canceled that because of the pandemic. Oh. Then starting season six, seven, and now eight, it's going to be on Paramount Plus. I love history. Thank you so much for being a gay historian. <laughs> so to watch, if you're in the U.S. to watch normal Drag Race, it's on MTV. No longer VH1, but MTV um, to watch All Stars. You need to have Paramount Plus, and then to watch <laughs> any other international season of Drag Race, you need to have Wow Presents Plus. Just seems like we have to have a lot of different things when we shop. RuPaul, RuPaul, be RuPaul's making, getting that bag. She's getting that making, bag. She got the coin. She was like, "Fracking's not enough. I need more." <laughs> I was just watching the clip of her this morning of her on Jimmy Fallon, where he's like, you're the first drag queen on the cover of this drag magazine. Queen. Drag queen. Drag queen. <laughs> this is the first time a drag queen has ever been put on the uh, cover. A drag queen. A drag queen. I am the queen of drag. <laughs> I, I, uh, Honestly, incredible. That goes through my head like at least once or twice a day drag queen because jimmy found looks so scared he was he like looks so scared. what the hell did i say oh my god all right anyways <clears throat> season 15 what did you like what did you dislike what's going on um sasha colby around the show oh she fucking did she fucking did every single week i was just sit there and be like she's gonna eat up this runway and she's gonna eat up all the other girls and every week i will i will say Overall, it was a very meh season. I only say all that... that Sasha was going to win. Well, yeah. Well, I, thanks for. <laughs> oh, I stole your thunder. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You can say it. <laughs> um, no, from being sidelined with real fags of WeHo, one. Oh, oh yeah. And then that. knowing that from the start Sasha would win, it was just kind of like, why am I watching? Sometimes I feel like Anitra put up a pretty good fight. I was well, like, well, yeah, but like she was the best part of season fifteen from the start. We said that. We did. You, you better walk the fucking duck. Better walk that fucking duck. Because <laughs> like every lip sync she was in was iconic. No lies. No, none lie. No, none lies detected. <laughs> but if Sasha was not in the cast, I feel like there have been more cast dynamics, and it'd be more of a fun season to watch because it would be on the same playing field. Whereas I feel like because Sasha was in it, it was like, oh, there's Sasha. She's going to win. Yeah, more of like a fight to the death. Because I feel like. The other final four contestants, Mistress, Lux, and Anitra, were all like pretty strong contenders. But like when you looked at Sasha Colby, it was just again, <clears throat> head and shoulders. Like she was ready to take that crown for the second she walked on set. Yeah. So that's why it's like it's a meh season. But I also kind of like stand that. I'm like, she fucking knew what she was there to do and she did it. <laughs> well, yeah. But like it was what, 16 weeks of me being like, it's going to be Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> and I ate up every single runway that she did. Every single challenge she did, I was there, fat, seated and ready to eat it. Um, I will also say, specific to Sasha, her performance of Goddess, that show was insane. Like, you have to admit that was fucking insane. First I've also form- been MIA for the past week and a half, and all you text me is Goddess, Goddess, <laughs> Goddess. <laughs> And then I'll tweet it. I'll be like, you know, the perfect playlist is just goddess on repeat. And it is. 
it's they were like sasha you have 90 seconds and she was like i'm gonna fucking kill every single one of those 90 seconds and she did but like literally everywhere i go i will pull it up on my phone and be like have you seen this yet <laughs> g-o-d-d-e-s-s that bitch is a goddess she's not trying to impress she's just being honest g-o-d-d-e-s-s that bitch is a goddess that bitch is a goddess look at her face and look at her body <laughs> But, like, I think when she came out with, like, the full, like, snake tail, mm-hmm. and then she became a cross, and then they, like, took it off of her body, I was like, right th- then and there, she won. She won right there. But then she kept it going. And when they, like, were grabbing her hair and, like, doing the... I was like, she won again. She won twice in a row. They're incredible. <laughs> I'll never get over it. <laughs> I know you keep texting it me to me. I I literally keep screenshotting the performance metrics of how many streams she has on um, Spotify. She gets like a hundred thousand a day. She's killing it. Is it all you? Yeah. <laughs> I listen to it at least like twenty five or thirty times a day. So it's gonna be on your Spotify Wrapped. I think it will be on my Spotify Wrapped for sure. Number one. I don't know if it'll be number one because it's like one song and over the course of the year I might fade into something else. Will you? Okay, Charlie XCX just did like a whole thing on Instagram that she's going to have a new album coming soon. And I'm like... What What does that mean? Game Where's on. Rihanna's? 360 been, Brat. I'm ready. She's been saying it's coming soon for the past, what, nine years? Rihanna is lying to you. She just wants to sell you more Fenty makeup. I love my Avon lady. <laughs> she is my, talented. my my pregnant Avon lady who sometimes performs at the Super Bowl <laughs> sure maybe um, maybe what else from this season has impressed you um let loose baby let loose I saw it live oh my god you oh my god you did yeah. okay okay tell tell us more what was it like was it life-changing I was in London at Porn Idol on a Thursday with my friend, AJ, and his friend. Um, And we witnessed Lucy LaDuca perform Let Loose. And I didn't know what Porn Idol was. So that that itself was a quite shocking Would you like to explain what Porn Idol is? (laughs) So when you walk into Heaven in London on Thursdays... Heaven is um, a gay bar, not actual gates of heaven. You don't know that. (laughs) I mean, I don't, but I was guessing. (laughs) Um, They asked me, they're like, do you want to let loose tonight? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, do you want to join Porn Idol? And AJ was like, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I guess I don't. So then I saw what Porn Idol was, and I was Uh aghast. Basically, they uh, they get eight people from the audience to do a strip tease to whatever song they want. Oh, they get to pick the song. Mm -hmm. Each of the eight gets to pick their own song? Yes. Oh, wow. This is they a have, long show. <laughs> they have a minute and a half to fully get naked. You see everything. So some people like really pull it out to like the last second, and then you see their little willy or their little cootie, cootie, coochie. <laughs> <laughs> Cootie's kind of cute. 
of their coochie. Yeah. Um, or some people just like then and there, they're just naked and then they move on to the next contestant. But there are three drag queens. There's, I think, two that are always there every week. And then one is a guest drag queen and it happened to be Lucy LaDuca that week. Yes. And then they, they, the person, the audience member who is stripping at that moment has to guess which drag queen um, wrote the biggest tip on their um, whiteboards. Mm-hmm. So then, like, they'd be like, oh, like, if someone's like, oh, I think Lucy would put the biggest tip. And if Lucy put 15 pounds and the other person, other queen put 10 pounds, but the other person put 40 pounds, the person wins the 15 pounds that Lucy puts, but then they could have gotten 40 if they chose the other drag queen. Ah, okay. So that's part one. Uh, part one A is then. Oh. <laughs> so they, we do A contestants, right? Uh-huh. Part one A is when um, the the MC is like, is there anyone in the audience right now who thinks they could do better than these eight contestants? And then people raise their hands. All the lights go up. And then they're like, Lucy, choose one. So Lucy's like looking, chooses one person. And that person has a minute to get to the stage, go backstage, take off their socks, choose a song. <clears throat> and they come on stage and strip and do the whole thing. And then once that's done, they everyone comes back and they're, and they're only in their underwear. And then they all line up in order if they did the striptease. Mm-hmm. And then the audience has to cheer for part right. two. They have to cheer for who they like best. And the top two go to a head-to-head striptease battle. Right. And this head-to-head striptease battle is run by the... Is like done as... Basically the... The guest drag queens, who is Lucy, mm-hmm. their their challenges. They have to be stripping as background dancers to Lucy's performance of Let Loose. Of and Lucy, of course, did Let Loose. So I saw Lucy go into the crowd and let loose. And then I just saw a man and woman legit just like dry hump each other on stage wow wow yeah and then at the i have many I will, questions i will never forget there there was a point where like the guy was like laying on the floor and the girl was like doing this on top oh my god <laughs> and then by the end they took off their underwear and they're both spinning it and mm-hmm. then they traded underwear and they put back the underwear that the other person wore and that's how the show ended wow and who won the woman. The woman. Slay. Yes. We love a slay yes. queen. Um, <clears throat> many questions. First question, now that you know what it is, would you do it? No. No. Fair. I feel like I would do it, but only if I didn't know anyone in the audience. Because it'd be like kind of like a fun, like, I'm in Europe. No one knows me. It's fine. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But, but I like, don't if think... you're with someone you know, not for me. I don't, like, I don't anybody think... like that. I don't think I would be go into a place like that alone just because um my social anxiety would not allow me that fair, 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 fair. um and i really don't want my friends to see my wee wee <laughs> slay true um second question was did lucy laduca actually sing or was it just a recording uh i believe it was just a recording good for her but she literally walked into the audience and the whole audience like split like the Red Sea, like she was Moses. Wow. 
<laughs> and she was like walking around, dancing with people, then walked back to the stage. I was like, Lelos, Lelos, baby, Lelos. Damn, Lucy LaDuca, get that bag. Get that bag in Europe and have the best time of your life. Um, It was great. Um, Yeah. Lucy LaDuca. Lucy LaDuca. Um, back to season 15. I will also say, love Miss Selena Estides and the video of Bob the Drag Queen performing um, Running Up That Hill. You can eat my ass, faggot! Exactly. When when that play... I've watched that video also like a hundred times a day. Just Side incredible, note. Incredible work. Have you seen that from Showgirls, the Pangina doing Titanic? No. I have seen Showgirls, but I don't know what you're talking about. Hold on. You have to... Sorry, I'm going to send it to you right You have to watch it right now. Like, you have to. Let me find my phone. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, you have to watch it right now. I just sent it. Honestly, this has to be one of the funniest things I have ever seen. I'm literally going to watch it right now as well. <laughs> I love her just like having like sheer joy at the end. <laughs> so this and you can eat my ass, faggot, um, are my favorite drag performances to this date. I think that's fair. I think that is absolutely fair. Yes. Wow. Um, but back to Miss Selena Estides. She won the golden boot. Do you feel like that was a fair award for her to win? Yeah, the freaking signs. The signs. It was so bad. It was so bad. The signs. No offense to Selena, of course. You know she was trying something. She was doing something. I. Sorry, like everything about that outfit just was like wrong. Like there were so many signs on one pole. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I was just like, if you're trying to be like the light post and like. Is it what museum is that? The LACMA. The LACMA. They don't really have signs on them. No, they do not. <laughs> and then the other thing was like her hair, because you saw it was like cut in the middle, then it was like connect- reconnected with like circles of metal. <laughs> yeah, as it does. <laughs> um that was probably the worst thing I've ever seen on the this drag race stage. Ooh, do you, ooh, do you there was there was a TikTok and one of the comments killed me. And then it was um hold on, let me find it. Cause it it was one second. One second. I'm like, how are you gonna find a TikTok comment? No, 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 because I sent it to someone because it oh, literally okay. made me laugh. Okay. It was um this I it was like they described Selena STD's runway choices as giving Tina Burner choices at times. And they were like, I should just call her Latina Burner. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. That's ice cold. No, but Tina Burner is red hot. Remember? Nine, yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, I did not realize that the thing on her head was supposed to be the LACMA lights until you said it right here and now. I thought that that was just like a bad choice of something that I just didn't understand. What it no, was. she was supposed to be a LACMA light post, but it didn't make ah. any sense. I was like, why do you have signs on you then? <laughs> wow. Good for her. Selena, the finale was much better. With the, the quinceanera. The quinceanera. Ass ate cake. 
Yes. You can uh, eat my ass, faggot. Ready? Ross Matthews, you can eat my ass, faggot. Period. All right, final question. You get one person to come back for All Stars. Okay, two people because I know you're going to choose Anitra. Who do you bring back for All Stars? Anitra. <laughs> and you get one more because I know you're going to choose Anitra. Who is in this cast? <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to give you a controversial one while you think. Okay. I feel like Spice should come back. I can see that. I feel like she grew on me over the season. Oh the my start, god! At the start, I was like, was it? Was it her who read Irene during the reunion, or was it Sugar? I'm trying to remember. I think it was Spice, I right? Think it was Spice. And I, oh, hey y'all, it's editing Jacob. It was actually Sugar. Hate to see it. We were wrong. Where it's like, it was like, Mother, hopefully I make you proud. Irene, Lux coined you as the swamp witch of the season. She's absolutely right. Because what witchcraft did you pull to only be in one episode and still get more screen time than Robin? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Damn. Listen, I'm kind of here for the twins. I'm ready for a comeback era for them. I feel like they'd be more I feel like they wouldn't come back they'd be like a got mic where they're like I got the publicity I needed I don't really need to do drag race again right that makes sense I'm like if you're making money like there's really no reason to go on drag race <clears throat> like I'm trying to think who I'm pretty sure they're gonna reach out to mistress eventually yeah for sure um um Oh, what are your thoughts on Malaysia Baby Del Fox's miscongeniality? I didn't think that that was going to be the case. Yeah, I don't same. know who I thought was going to be the case. I thought it might have been like Anitra. Mm-hmm. But I did not think it was going to be Malaysia Baby Del Fox. Agreed. But here you are. Your cast votes. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to end up bringing Lux or Mistress to um, an all-star season. Mm-hmm. But um, I will say Anitra. Yeah. Gotta bring Anitra. Um, all right. Well, that ends season 15 for us. We put our little magical spell, boom, it's done. Knock, knock, knock. Sasha Colby is a goddamn icon. Anita jumping over, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Oh, yes. Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. All right. Well, that brings us then to season or er, season eight of All Stars. Yeah. So we know who's going to be in the cast. Do you have any ideas of who's going to win? Who are your favorites so far? What's going on? RuPaul's Drag Race. Some stars. Some stars? Ooh, well, I'm kidding. Spicy. I like I like the fact that like there's no clear front runner, which That's makes fair. it more fun to watch. Yeah. So it's like giving kind of like All-Star 6 vibes where like everyone has something to prove and like no one's like, oh, it's going to be freaking Shea Coulee. Yeah. Sort of vibes. True. which is really nice mm-hmm. i like how jimbo has become the first queen to make to a u.s all-stars from starting on a franchise that was not hosted by rue that is true i feel like jimbo's entrance look was also the talk of the town on twitter.com really yeah people were saying that it was like misogynistic and like an over-exaggeration of a woman's body but i was like it's not kind of what drag is I would have they do they not see Jimbo's Instagram? Jimbo is a little wild. (laughs) Jimbo used that on a cruise. She used that on a cruise? 
Yeah, like she was on a cruise and literally put that entire latex bodysuit and was playing in the pools on a cruise <laughs> and on the beach. Jimbo be doing too much, but you could not see like seams on that bodysuit. So I was quite impressed with that. Well, also, I'm like, shit, that must be so fucking hot. I wore that latex boob for like an hour and I was not an hour, like 10 minutes and I was sweating. You wore a latex what? Boobs. When? I bought a chest plate uh, summer 2021 because I was bored. (laughs) And me, Jill, and a few other people tried it out. And then I didn't want anymore. So I returned. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Where did you buy it from? Amazon. Oh, God. Amazon? It was like $150. That's why I returned it. I was like, I want the $150 well, yeah. back. That makes sense. They're, they're expensive if they look good. It was also kind of funny because like, I bought the darkest shade they had, but it was still way too light for my skin. Oh, really? Amazon does not have inclusive chest plates. You heard it here first. Also, it was so funny because I was in industry that I remember vividly. I was in industry. I think with like one of my friends and I turned my phone like, I just bought a chest plate. <laughs> and they're like... <laughs> They were what? like, why? And I was like, because I wanted one. What were we talking about? We're talking about All-Stars Season 8 and Jimbo and the chest plate. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I, I was going to finish what I was going to say. Um, I'm excited if they do start bringing more people from like UK versus the world from Queens who are somewhat hosted by Rue. That's going to be really great. It'll open a lot of doors for possible Queens. Bring back Smindy Drop. Mm. I still follow her on Twitter. I love her. Never watched her season, but I love her on Twitter. Insert her crying twerking. Yeah, as one does. Other highlights for me was James Mansfield because I watch her YouTube channel sometimes and I'm like, mm-hmm. she's pretty cute. But I was like, didn't she get out first? I didn't watch that season. No, there was a, a lot of a lot of them were early outs. Oh. I remember they were saying that All Stars 8 might have been like an early out season, but then there's yeah. like a lot of like runner ups in his as well. So like that would been really fun if it was an early out season. Like everyone who yeah. got off first, that would been a really cool like first out season. Like yeah, that was cut, a cool concept. On the tales, on the tales of an all winter season. Yeah, mm, I love that as a concept. But I guess like not a lot of people who were early outs wanted to do it. I would. <laughs> they... That makes sense to me. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, didn't Shangela get out first? <laughs> she did. She was. She did. She's. She was first out on season two. Then they brought her back for season three. Mm. Bring her back again. Just the Shangela show. Um. And then the only other person that I was like, yeah, was Candy Muse, because I also follow her on Twitter. I'm like obsessed with her Twitter. (laughs) One thing I do wonder is because you know how usually they bring like the old All-Stars queens back to do the crowning for the new All-Stars winner. Mm -hmm. They didn't do that for All-Star 7 because All-Star 7 was a different beast being all winners. So would they bring back Kylie to crown this new All-Stars winner or would it be Jinx? I feel like it would be Jinx. But they also did just bring Jinx back for the season 15 finale. I think it's just more like, because technically, like, Jinx is on the crown. Yeah, because Jinx's crown is queen of all queens, where it's not like an all star queen. Oh. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because 
season seven was a, like a special edition All Stars, whereas like season six was like the last All Stars All Stars. Wait, didn't Trixie win season six of All Stars? That was All Stars three. That was three. It's yeah. it is Chad Michaels, then Alaska, then Trixie Mattel, then the Twinners, Miss Trinity the Tuck, and Monet Exchange, Monet? then it's Shea Coulee. And then it's <clears throat> Kylie Sonique, Love. Then Jinx won All-Star 7 as Queen of All Queens. Now it's All-Stars 8. The more you know. Come on, bitch! Come on, bitch. Get up to speed. I just started watching All-Stars 6. If you just started watching it, why would you think Trixie won if Trixie is not even on All-Star 6? I'm literally halfway through the intros. <laughs> I, like, just started watching it. <laughs> that's how recent it is um anyways my prediction is that candy wins you've heard it here first <laughs> jacob predicts the candy muse all-stars crown ryan your prediction again i don't know you have to make a prediction so we can look back on it and see if you were correct i'll just say heidi in closet oh yeah i'll say that okay <laughs> heidi in closet <laughs> All right, that means that segment's <laughs> over. <laughs> All right, that segment is now closed. We will come back to Drag Race probably when All Stars 8 reaches the finale. See you um, in 12 weeks. See you in 12 weeks, and we'll see whose prediction comes true. If not both of ours, maybe we'll have another Twitter. No, that's never going to happen again. Okay, well, <laughs> with that, that takes us to our next segment. Let the record show, homos. I am gagging for you, faggot. Come on back. <laughs> All right. Let the record show where we discuss iconic pop culture history moments and determine if they belong in the gay court history books. Mm, LLC, I mean, TM, trademark. They all, they all have so far. I don't mm. think any of them haven't. But um, Jacob, what the fuck did you bring into this fucking courtroom today, you fucking queer? All right, I brought a very serious case that has been trending on Twitter lately. And it's the case of girly teen girl versus pearl crabs. Ryan, what do you know about this? You can eat my ass, faggot. (laughs) Uh, Incorrect, incorrect. Um, Do you know anything about girly teen girl? No. Okay, click on the link that I have included in the outline and see if you've seen this woman before. I have seen this woman before. That is girly teen girl. Okay. All right. So the majority of the research today comes from knowyourmeme.com, which covers memes. And this is a fun meme coming from the SpongeBob cinematic universe. All right. So Girly Teen Girl is one of the minor characters in SpongeBob. And she is a teenage sponge who moved to Bikini Bottom from Farawayville. So in an episode from 2008 called Slumber Party, uh, Spongebob is trying to break into a slumber party from Pearl, who is Mr. Krabs' daughter. She's the whale. And... I know. Oh, okay. I'm glad that you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, at the slumber party, a girl who looks very much like Spongebob, but wearing a dress, wearing beautiful, long, gorgeous hair, some lipstick, shows up at Pearl's slumber party and introduces herself as girly teen girl and says that she moved from Farwayville. Pearl 
thinks that girly teen girl is SpongeBob in disguise and is incorrect. But she picks up girly teen girl by the hair and like pulls her into the sky and says, get lost, get out of here and throws her away from the slumber party. The scene then goes, girly teen girl is crying, running away. And as she's running away, SpongeBob and Mr. Krabs pull up in a car and it's understood that girly teen girl was telling the truth she was not actually spongebob she was her own individual your thoughts so far you saw none of this i have been mia for the past two and a half weeks i don't know where i am (laughs) honestly girly teen girl was like the moment i'm going to insert the full clip here Hi, I'm here for the slumber party. Do I know you? My name is, um, Girly Teen Girl. Uh-huh. And I just moved here from, um, Far Awayville. I know it's you, SpongeBob SquarePants. I don't know what you're talking about. Ah! You were sent to spy on me by my dad. Get it, girl! Ah! <laughs> I am so doing back to Far Awayville. And that's just, that's all we've ever gotten of Girly Teen Girl. What are your initial thoughts on the situation, Ryan? How do you feel? Who is in the wrong? Who is in the right here? I have no thoughts. <laughs> you have no? Th- okay, well, Twitter had a lot of thoughts. Um, so someone tweeted this out in early April and was like, my brain hurts from watching this. My head hurts since, like, I've been watching this since last night. That post has since gained 40.8 million views on Twitter. And it was followed by a lot of debate over who is in the right and who is in the wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, one person quote retweeted it and said, misgendered her, jumped her, pulled her hair, kicked her out and made her cry. Is this not a hate crime? Which, to be fair, could be. Um, But other people were defending Pearl and said, that girly teen girl was in the wrong. And they said, who shows up to a sleepover unannounced when you don't know anyone there? Also a fair. How does she even know there's a sleepover? I don't know. I don't know how girly teen girl showed up that night, but she just wanted to have a good time. There's also been like fan art, um, love for girly teen girl. But one of the most interesting things that happened was that there was actually a gimmick account for girly teen girl that was just set up by some random fan uh, in 2008, and one of the like last tweets that that fan account from girly at girly teen girl on Twitter had was something about Mrs. Puff, the boating teacher from SpongeBob, um, which led to this Twitter thread that I've linked. In How Mrs. Puff about. murdered girly teen girl to hide her affair with SpongeBob's dad in 2009. A thread. A thread that has 266,000 likes. Um, So it goes, Mrs. Puff once met Spongebob's dad at a party where they flirted in front of their entire family and friends. Then, after many nights of fooling around with Spongebob's dad, Mrs. Puff became pregnant with his child in 1993. Mrs. Puff named her Girly Teen Girl, and she gave her to a family in Farawayville to hide the evidence of her affair. Years later, Girly Teen Girl and her family moved to Bikini Bottom, which is where we got up to speed with her at Pearl's slumber party. When Mrs. Puff found out, she panicked and quickly made a plan to get rid of Girly Teen Girl forever. So she waited for Girly Teen Girl to fall asleep. At 11.19pm, Girly Girly Teen Girl tweeted that she was going to bed and she never woke up. Which brings us back to that gimmick account from 2009 from Girly Teen Girl. 
So this was a very deep meme that lasted about four days, I will say. Because while as, I was in Europe. While while you were in Europe, you missed this entire <laughs> this entire narrative. Um, but it ended when Nickelodeon responded. Truly, the death of any meme is measured by when a brand engages with it. Mm. Um, and Nickelodeon put together, put out a TikTok that said that uh, Pearl did nothing wrong and she was defending her space. Um, and it just goes slide by slide of where ter- girly teen girl was like showing up unannounced. She was being creepy. She was doing all of these things. And so Nickelodeon has officially sided with Pearl, which in my opinion is incorrect. They should have let girly teen girl into the party. She would have been a blast in there. So you're um, saying if a random stranger appeared at your party unannounced and you have no idea who the fuck they are and none of your friends knew who the fuck they are, you would let them into your house? I feel like <laughs> if they had like the same positive energy as girly teen girl and it was like an open invite party, why not? But what if it wasn't an open invite party? How did they get it in? How did they know? And none of your friends told them. That is true. That is true. You know, maybe my night would have ended in a horror movie while Pearl's ended in a comedic bit with SpongeBob. <laughs> um, but yeah, I still side on Girly Teen Girl's side. Now, you've just been given all of the facts. Whose side do you side on? I don't like strangers, so Pearl. Oh my god. <laughs> Damn. I feel like this case needs to go unresolved and into the gay court history books for people to decide on. Okay. All right. Let me just <laughs> find my hammer. Girly Teen Girl has entered the history books. There'll be a little tearaway card that you can pull out and fill out who you're voting for of Girly Teen Girl versus Pearl. What the fuck did I miss in that week and a half I was gone? It was like very intense. Like, I will say, it was like, Every time you opened up Twitter, there was like a new iteration of Girly Teen Girl. There was fan cams. There was like illustrations of her being beat up by Pearl. It was like insane four days on Twitter. <laughs> and like literally like two days in, people were like, by Monday, this is going to be stale. And I'm so sad. I'm going to miss Girly Teen Girl. And I was like, that's wild. Wild to me. But I love it. All right. <laughs> Well, with that, that takes us to the saddest part of the show, the end, the closing statements, where we provide our final thoughts, comments, concerns, and opinions on this week's episode. Ryan, what would you like to say in your closing statements? You better walk that fucking duck and eat my ass, faggot. Ooh. Ooh. Um, How can you beat that? I can't. I can't. Uh, But I would like to say that um, I would like one ticket to the Sasha Colby meet and greet. And if Girly Teen Girl ever shows up on a season of All Stars, she will be the first to go. All right. So that was the episode. If you enjoyed it, be sure to find us on social at Gaycord Podcast. And then my handle is I got Shubak, I G O T. S-C-H-U-P-B-A-C-H. And Ryan's is, what's up? It's Ryan. W-A-Z-U-P-I-T-S-R-Y-A-N. And remember, if you hear this and you don't follow, that makes you... Fucking homophobic kind. Ooh! And like we said at the top of the podcast, if you like to get in contact with us about any fucking thing you want, send us an email at gaycorppodcast at gmail.com. 
Also, give us stars on all podcast platforms. But anything less than five stars is what? <gasps> Homophobic. Yeah. You don't want to be a homophobe. You want to be one of our fan members, which is called what? The January 26thers because of our birthday <laughs> on the January 26th. Yeah. No other reason. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, see you next time. See you next time. Stay, Stay chaotic. And slay. And you can eat my ass, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it right there. You better watch that just duck walk. Gay Court is a perfectly done toast podcast production.